The mitzvah of Talmud Torah is, of course, a fundamental mitzvah. Without getting into the discussion of the Rishonim, you're obligated to learn every minute. But fundamentally, Kriyat Torah is an element of Kriyat Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu established that the people should learn Torah or read Torah on a regular basis. So the Takana of Moshe Rabbeinu is that you have to read the Torah on Shabbos morning and on Monday and Thursday in the mornings. And this way you don't have three days which go by without learning Torah, without hearing Torah. Chazal, of course, say that it's based on a pasuk, they went for three days, they didn't find water. And just like a person can go for water without three days, they, they, could, they couldn't go without Torah for three days. And there's a connection between the two v'chulay. So therefore, a person should not go for three days without reading, in a public manner, Torah. So that's why we have Kriyat Torah Mondays and Thursdays and Shabbos morning from a Takana of Moshe Rabbeinu. Ezra HaSofer established that on Mondays and Thursdays, when you read the Torah, there should be at least three people who get an Aliyah. And each Ola has to read three psukim, and altogether should not be less than ten psukim. It's also brought down that it's also fair established to read Shabbat and Mincha. Uh, two, reasons are, two reasons are given for that. One is that there are shopkeepers and workers, etc., that would not come to davening in the morning during the week, they were busy. And therefore, they wouldn't hear Kriyat Torah on Mondays and Thursdays. And to make sure that they heard at least part of that parsha once a week, so he established that they should read Shabbat Mincha, because this way people are are available, and they would at least hear Shabbat Mincha, part of the parsha if they weren't going to hear Mondays and Thursdays. Another reason which is given is that because they were afraid that people would uh, drink too much and get a little sugar on Shabbat during the meal, and then they wouldn't, they wouldn't be in Vatal Fintara. So Ezra Sofer was established, they established that the Jewish people should read uh, at Shabbos Mincha, and since you have to respect the Torah, people come to Shul, and people will not battle themselves, and people won't get sugar. And that's what uh, <laughs> that's what David Melch says. That as opposed to the nations of the world, that they they have lachayim, that they get drunk. What do the Jewish people do when you have a meal? No, we don't get a meal. We don't get drunk. We run to learn Torah, and therefore And that's the reason why we say the pasuk, of course, before Kriyas Torah Mincha. Anyway, so that's the uh, the sources for the Takanas Moshe Rabbeinu and Ezra HaSofer. You have to read the Sefer Torah. It has to be, of course, of a kosher Sefer Torah, just like the Sefer Torah that was written by Moshe Rabbeinu when he wrote a Sefer Torah with a klaf and etc. Everything should be proper. You can only read the Sefer Torah. You can only read Lein and a Minyan. You can't read it on by yourself. The idea is that it's Darush Bikdusha. You need a Minyan to have Kriyata Torah. If the Sefer Torah is missing even one letter, it's possible. And you can't fulfill the mitzvah of Kriyata Torah with that Sefer. There are Rishonim who hold that B'di'evid you can read from Apostle Sefer. Now, why do I say that? Again, fundamentally, the most poskim, that halach is like most poskim, that you can only read from a Sefer Torah Kasher, and if, you, and if there's one letter missing, it's Apostle. And you, that's the halacha. And you cannot read at all, even B'di'evid you cannot read a Sefer Torah Apostle. But because there's some Rishonim who hold that B'di'evid you can read from a Sefer Torah Apostle, so I mention this right now. Why? For an example. What happens if you're reading the Sefer Torah and you find a letter which passes the Sefer Torah? What do you do? You take out another Sefer and you continue reading from the place that you left off in the previous Sefer. And so when you find the Apostle Sefer Torah, you stop, pick up from the next verse, from the next Sefer. Why? On one hand, you can't Continue reading from the first Sefer. Why? Because what do we say? According to most Poskim, a Sefer Torah, which is Puzzle, you can't read from it. So that's why you can't continue reading from the first Sefer. But Mitzad Sheni, we don't make the, the Tzibur repeat the whole Kriya that was done already. 
because B'di'evet, as we said, there are poskim who say that you can read B'di'evet uh, from a Sefer Torah Apostle. So we're going to rely on those poskim who say that B'di'evet you can read from a Sefer Torah Apostle. And that's why what you read until now will say it's okay. We don't much have the Tzibur to read the whole thing from the beginning again. You can just pick it up from the second Sefer. What happens if you have a problem with a one letter? But you don't know. It does. Is is it is 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 that possibly the letter? Is it possibly the letter? You're not you're not sure about the the the, the psul. You don't know. Sometimes not everybody's a sofer. Not everybody knows. So what you do is you continue reading that sefer. Why? There's two reasons to be makel. Two reasons to be lenient. One first, first of all, maybe the sefer is kosher, because maybe it really isn't a psul. Again, we're not sofer. Not everybody's a sofer. You're looking at it. You're not sure. Can you see? Is it clear? Is the letter good or not good? I want to maybe it's kosher. The second one is if it is possible, What do we say? Again, that there are some poskim say, but you have a decree from the Sefer Torah Apostle. And therefore, you have a double suffix in this type of situation. You can continue reading the Sefer Torah afterwards. Of course, you should fix up the Sefer Torah to make sure that it's proper.